Hi, I'm Kirsten Siggins, and welcome to the Institute of Curiosity podcast. For the last 12 years, together with my business partner, Kathy Turner, who's also my mom, we've helped people build relationships that empower, especially in emotional and high-stakes situations. Every Thursday, Kathy and I are sitting down together, having real conversations, sharing everything from our experiences and perspectives to our unique model for handling conflict, making it easier to confidently step into conversations rather than away from them. This week, I come clean about the disconnect between parents and kids. Listening. I share my recent aha I had with my daughter, how I thought I knew more than I did, and the simple shift that allowed me to understand the little things that I was not picking up on so the friction and emotions could be avoided and she could feel understood. Let's get started. Kristen, today I would like to talk about a comment you made earlier that just resonated so much with me, and it was around how you've learned to really listen to your daughter and how you really encouraged her to speak up to let you know what her needs are. And it just, it resonated because it made me realize how often I don't feel that people are listening to me for me or listening in a way that they're really focused on what my needs might be. And I wondered if you could explain a bit more about that. My daughter has a very strong value around time and she hates being late for school. And so we always hear from her, she doesn't want to be late, she doesn't want to be late. We walk to school every morning. What that meant to me was very different than what that meant to her. And so every morning she wanted to leave really, really early to get to school 10 or 15 minutes before the bell. And that just felt like it was too early for me. So in the morning, she would get frustrated because she would say, we need to leave, we need to leave, we need to leave, I don't want to be late. I'm processing the information as, I don't want to be late, and I'm saying, well, we still have five or 10 minutes, you're not going to be late. But for her, she needed to be there 15 minutes early, and for me, I'm thinking not being late means just rolling in before the bell. So what I realized was, after we had a lot of meltdowns because her value on time was not being respected, what I realized was I'm not listening to what she's telling me. I'm listening because I'm hearing her words, but I'm processing them in through my own lens and perspective on what I think is late rather than asking her what time is considered late for you. And it wasn't until I asked that question, you know, what time do you want to get to school? When is it too late? where she was able to say, I need to be there 15 minutes early so I don't you know, feel the pressure and I don't get upset and whatever it may be, that was when the light bulb went off for me. And I thought, okay, I'm listening through my own thoughts and perspectives. I'm not really meeting her where she's at. I'm not listening to understand what her needs are. I'm interpreting lateness through my lens rather than listening to understand what that means to her. And I, I think that what I've learned working with teens is that There are so many teens that say that their parents don't listen to them, but also working with parents, parents who say, no, I do listen to my kids. Of course I listen to my kids. We all want the best for our kids. And I feel like this is where the disconnect is, is that yes, as parents, we listen to our kids, but we might be listening through our own lens rather than digging that little bit deeper to understand what the needs are for our kids or understanding what it means for our kids rather than interpreting through our own needs and our own lens. So how, what was the aha for you? How did, how did you shift in what, how you were listening 
And what does that feel like? That's a great question. I think my aha was, it was the friction. What I've learned with my kids, is whenever there's a lot of friction with something, whenever there is a lot of emotion around something, when something feels really hard, it's normally because something that I'm missing or it's something I'm not understanding. And so it wasn't until, and this sounds ridiculous because this is what we do. <laughs> it's like, this is something we teach other people. But in those moments, I wasn't being curious with her. And that's what was missing is when I was listening, I wasn't listening to understand her. I wasn't listening and asking those questions to better understand what her needs were. I was just listening on how it fit in with my needs and how it fit in with me getting through my day. And it wasn't intentional. Like I wasn't ignoring her. It was completely subconscious. But I really thought that I was present in the moment listening to her needs. It wasn't until I dug deeper to get to the root of what the friction was that I uncovered, oh, her sense of time is very different than my sense of time. What it means to be late for her is very different than what it means to be late for me. And so until we asked those questions, which I wasn't doing, just getting below the surface, you know, it was all surface level until we dug a little bit deeper, I wasn't truly able to understand what it was that she needed so I could help her. And it was frustrating for her because from her perspective, she just kept telling me, I don't want to be late, you know, and that meant something in her mind that she thought she was very clearly communicating. And I just right. wasn't asking the questions to better understand what that meant. Wow. So how did that feel once you, once you figured it out? <laughs> well, our mornings are a lot smoother. And what it's taught <laughs> me is that it's really taught me to reevaluate how I listen and, and everywhere because I think it really opened up this layer for me where I thought I was being intentional in how I was listening. So now I'm just much more intentional in paying attention to how am I processing this information? Am I processing it in a way that is my lens and my expectation and my experience? Or am I asking the questions to better understand the needs of somebody else? And it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do. And we're never taught how to do it. And so it's something that we just have to really be intentional and practice. You're, I think that you're actually really good at this. How do you do it? Well, that's interesting because I'm not sure I am. <laughs> I think for one thing, as we get older, time is, you know, I'm not as pressed to get kids out the door in the morning or to do whatever. My life is simpler and because I don't have that extra layer of little ones running around all the time. And so I've been able to slow down and become more intentional. And I know that when I was a young mom of you and your brother, that I definitely was not that way. And I think that's why it resonated so much with me today when you made that comment, because I realized, whoa, this is something that I'm not sure I did when I was a young mom. Well, and what it's interesting too, what, what just came up for me is that I, I feel like I'm better at this outside of my family. I feel like I fall into that trap when I'm around my family, my husband or you guys or my brother or especially my kids. It, it's because it's more familiar, more intimate, and maybe we just have these patterns that we fall back into. And we hear this with our clients a lot where it's, oh, well, I'm really good at this in my professional world, but when I go home, I don't practice any of those skills. 
And I feel like I'm exactly that person. I think that it's easier for me to have that intention when I'm out, but when I'm with family, I'm just not as intentional. And I don't know why that is, but that's what I, I'm now discovering and how I show up. And I'm having to work a little bit harder in the f family setting because it, maybe it's default. Like I just, it's harder for me to be as intentional. I don't know why that is. Well, just something came up when you were saying that. I think probably I am also with other people. And part of it is the work we do. And we really seek to understand exactly what is being said and what it means to the person. Because the better we understand them, the more effective we can be in our role, either as a consultant or as an executive coach. So I can see that. And I think at home, one of the things is we take for granted that we know our family. We take for granted that we understand who they are and how they show up. And I think we might make more assumptions around what they mean when they say something than we would make with someone else. I don't know. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think that when I look at my kids, there's a lot of things that I feel I know about them, but I've never actually put that knowledge to the test. I've never, you know, those are assumptions that I'm making or beliefs that I may have that may or may not be true just based on my experience with them. And as they get older, those are things that I have to constantly remind myself to test those assumptions and test those beliefs. Because as we all get older, we change and we grow. And it's really important that we don't get stuck in that familiar place, thinking that we know more than we do. And we don't ask those questions to deepen our relationships. So it was a real gift that my daughter, I mean, she gives me so many gifts. I joke, she's my greatest lesson, but she really is. I mean, she really helps me see things differently. And this was something that I just was not aware of. And I feel like she has been telling me over and over and over and over again, and I wasn't getting it. And I don't know what it was about that one morning where it all clicked into place, where I realized I'm not getting it at all. I'm not really listening to what she's telling me. I think that I'm listening. And it was really frustrating because I was frustrated thinking, I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you, you know, you're not hearing me. But really, <laughs> I wasn't listening to what she was trying to tell me. And, yes. I, and I take responsibility for that. I should know better to ask those questions. And that was, it was a real gift. Well, and you know, when, you, when we think about it, our family, those who are really close to us, those who are most, shall I say, precious to us or most special to us are the ones that we don't necessarily listen to in a way that we seek to understand the way we might with a prospective client or someone we're working with because we just assume that we know already. And it is hard work. And when we're with our family, we just want to relax and enjoy and not go the mile to do the hard work. Yeah. Something, for, something definitely for me to pay attention to moving forward. Well, for all of That's us to pay attention to, I think part of the struggle is that these are skills that we're not taught. These are skills that we're just expected to know how to do. And we, we can only do what we know. We know what we know. And we don't know what we don't know. And I think that's what keeps bubbling to the surface for me is that these are skills that we have to learn. We have to practice them and we have to learn them, which is why we created the free course. And that's why we do what we do, because our aha was these are skills that are not taught and it stands in our way of building 
connections, relationships that are the most important thing to us. If we don't have those communication skills, if we don't know how to listen in a way that's effective, it's really challenging to build a relationship that's meaningful, personally or professionally. Yes. And I would add also seeking to understand others. So not listening through our own lens, but really trying to to listen from the place of the other person by asking those questions, by being curious so that we can better understand exactly what their needs are, what they're trying to tell us. So what is one thing that you would recommend is a way to start this? So for me, there were two learning moments that came out of this. One is paying attention to friction. Whenever there's friction or emotion within my family, that is a message to me that I'm not, I'm missing something. Something is out of alignment. Somebody's value is being disrespected. Somebody's not feeling listened to. I mean, listening is a huge value in our family. When people in our family don't feel listened to, they get upset. I mean, I think that's true of most people. So for me, when I see that friction or that resistance, and I know that I'm, I need to be more curious and, and just asking questions, that mantra, what am I curious about? The who, what, where, when, and how questions. So what do you mean by that? Seems to be a question that I'm asking a lot because it helps uncover what's behind whatever the statement is. So going back to the, I don't want to be late. What do you mean by that? It's like, well, I don't want to be late. So then it's okay. So what does late look like? What time is late? How early do you need to be there? So just keep asking those open questions that gives that space to uncover. When we ask closed questions, it doesn't give us that space to close questions or questions that can be answered with a yes or no, or they close the information down. It doesn't give us that same ability to learn what's behind the friction or the emotion. So asking the who, what, where, when, and how allows you to get there much faster and easier. Good. So that's, that would be a good place for people to start. Yeah. From there. It's really about being intentional. This is something that you and I talk a lot about. And I think in our overwhelming lives and our busy lives, it's hard to have that awareness. It's hard to be self-reflective. You know, when I talk to parents, they're like, can't I take a pill for that? You know, what's the pill or the drink that I can have? Because I just don't have time. (laughs) It's really about being intentional, paying attention to how you show up in your life, how you're showing up for your kids. Because the reality is, is our kids do what we do, not what we say. And so how we show up for them now is going to make a far greater impact on how they show up later in life than anything that we teach or tell them. So having that awareness is super, super duper important. And it makes it easier to stay curious because then you're present in the moment, aware of what's going on. And it's so much easier to then ask those questions and uncover what's really going on behind it. And although it takes more time in the short run, as so many of these things do, in the long run, it takes less time because then instead of, for instance, in your situation, instead of your daughter getting frustrated every morning, you were able to have a calmer time moving forward once you understood what her need was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's easier for her. The start to her day is totally different than it would be if she was anxious about being like getting to school. Well, she's also not frustrated. She's not frustrated because, you know, you know that feeling when you feel like you're not being heard. You feel like you're not being yeah. understood, and that's frustrating. It's frustrating when we feel like we're, we're communicating to somebody who's important in our life something that's important to us, 
and it's not being heard, it's, it feels frustrating. And that's what I mean by that resistance and that where things are hard. So for her, it was really emotional and frustrating because she felt like I was deliberately not listening to her. And it was frustrating right. for me because I thought that I was. So yeah, yeah, it's so much easier when you remove that. Well, thank you. That was, it's a great aha for me and awareness in terms of moving forward and how I'm more aware of friction or just little things that might be going on that I'm just not picking up on. So thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you had the opportunity to hear new thoughts and perspectives and understand that you're not alone. We invite you to join this continuing conversation on Facebook and Instagram at Institute of Curiosity. It's your place to share experiences, learn new tricks and tools, or ask those burning questions that you want answers to. You can learn more about our work or access our free course at instituteofcuriosity.com and in our book, The Power of Curiosity, how to have real conversations that create collaboration, innovation, and understanding. If you like what you heard, we hope you'll please rate and review us and then don't forget to share us with your friends. Then hit subscribe to keep up with the latest episodes. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay curious and we'll see you next week. Have an awesome day.